Welcome back. Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Chase, you want to say hi? I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I, I was no, up. Oh, no, oh, no, no, oh, we're talking till soccer. Oh, okay. You're banned. Um. <laughs> um, we still have Bishop's Girls Water Polo here after their CIF Open Division Championship. Congratulations. They'll go on to Southern California Regionals. And Christian, are we going to finish with what we teased out of the break? Or are we going to completely change course here? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not letting them off the hook. Um, we, we were. We find out the different teams in San Diego have hidden talents of sorts. And they, they you know. She can do a handstand. That's her hidden talent. That's very, very, very mediocre radio. Uh, doing handstands on radio. If you would like to a handstand contest on radio, if you would like fantastic. to get out of singing. You're welcome to do a handstand and said, "We'll see how much you don't want to do this." But um, we're told that there is a particular song this year that's sort of been your guys' pump-up song, um, and you guys are going to uh, regale us with just a little bit of it as a team. I don't know how we're going to sing all this, but. You are champions, so no one will judge you. This is, we're all in the trust tree together. The trust tree? Introduce yourself again, um, because I unfairly labeled you with a nickname that apparently was a little bit of slander, and I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then what's the song that we're bringing? And, and yeah. then, and then uh, count everybody off, and let's go. Okay, so every year we like pick a new song, and we listen to it before every game. Like We stand in the locker room, and everyone sings it. Um, this year it was Best Friend by Rex Orange County. And... I guess we're going to sing it for you. But. <laughs> All right. Everybody up? Everyone ready? Uh, Who's going to start this for us? Do it from the chorus. Let's do the chorus. Who's like the Anna Kendrick of the group? Anna Kendrick? Not Anna Kendrick. Wait, shoot. What's her name? The Pitch Perfect. One, two, three. Go now. You're going to stay at home. What? That's right. I still feel alone. Can't help but check my phone. I could have made you mine, but no, it wasn't meant to be. For me. All right, hit, hit the chorus. And that's because I wanna be your favorite boy. I wanna be the one that makes your day. The one you think about as you lie awake. I can't wait to be your number one. I'll be your biggest fan and you'll be mine. But I still want to break your heart and make you cry. Very nice. Nailed it. My favorite thing about that is when you know when it gets to the high note, the real confident ones try and hit it and the rest of them just kind of bow out. <laughs> Start doing the mumble. the entire song. <laughs> So, okay, so that is now, how, how, who decided on that being the pump-up song? Or how did that arrive at? Oh, you have to yeah. say that in the microphone. That's a great line. It kind of just, like, chose us. Like, we used to have, like, a set song, but then we were like, oh, we kind of like this one better. So we were just like, um, yeah, we we're just gonna, yeah, but, like, we're not, like, that's not our pump-up song anymore. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, any other traditions that have helped contribute to this Open Division Championship? The Rocks. Don't talk about nope. it? Nope. Oh, nope. Never, no, mind. never mind. Never mind. Dennis, strike that audio yeah. from existence. Never happened. We'll hit the cough button. Uh, we'll, we'll hit the dump <laughs> button. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, that did not exist. We'll transition into cookie dough. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I heard her say, cookie dough. <laughs> so I want to ask this. Uh, it, I've been told that you're a cookie dough aficionado. Is there a specific... <laughs> style of it? Is it just chocolate chip? Toll what house. goes in? Is it Toll House? 
tell, so. Um, I just came in the team room one day, and there was just a tub of cookie dough, so I just <laughs> ate it. You didn't ask, no. does this cookie dough belong to anybody? No, does, it was, is this is a team story. sleepover. Okay. Oh, so if it's in the team room, it's open It's open game? Yeah. This is the funny thing is, so was never, like, a lot, like, it was the beginning of the season, so we didn't really know her that well, and I think that moment, she... That is yeah, true. we weren't allowed to eat it because everyone was sick. But this was like the moment when So like came out of her shell and became like So, so like yeah So like go So. How did yeah. you feel after eating all that cookie dough? I think that's, right before practice too. Yeah, it's oh, good. it was really good. <laughs> Hit the spot. Well, I mean, I mean, you guys basically work harder more or less than most sports, so. I mean, are you you're hungry for more cookie dough after the game? Like, could do you think you could do a tub before the game and yeah, after the game? One hundred percent. Yeah, I kind of want some cookie dough right now. <laughs> okay. You're a tub so, of okay. cookie dough. All right, all right, all right. So wait, 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 wait. wait. How what, big is what, tub? What, what, what grade are you in? It's like when I'm a like freshman. Uh, okay. She just took a spoon and just started going at it, and then none of us could eat it. All right, after all right that. so wait, 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 wait. Oh my god. I, I, I'm not going to do this. You guys versus the football team because you outnumber them, but. You versus you versus Dom or you versus Charlie Moss or something like that. Do you think you could out eat a football player yeah. in, in a yeah. cookie dough yeah. battle? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you confident enough to say you could lap him if like if he eats one t- tub of cookie dough or one order of carne asada fries or something like that? You could double what he's able to eat. Maybe. <laughs> That's confidence I, I right think, there, Coach. The most impressive thing about it is you were able to swim right after. Like I'm picturing like. Have you ever had, like, your dog get into the food and dogs, like, never stop eating? So they just, and then five minutes later, the dog's like, that was a terrible idea. He's just laying down <laughs> for the rest of the day. That's what would happen to me, I think, if I ate a whole tub of cookie dough. Well, let's go over to the coach in charge of their swimming. Um, <laughs> have you ever had to stop any of them and say, that burrito might not be a good idea right now because I have something in mind that, that might challenge you guys? Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every mostly, day. mostly without even the food. It's like, are you going to make it through this swim set? Because sometimes it doesn't look like they are. Okay, so wa- wa- you just no- tell me that's my face. Yeah, well, so, okay, so walk us through what goes into conditioning for a water polo team because – I think every sport has their like like their burpees or their up downs or something like that that connotes like just it still bugs you twenty years after you've retired. What is what is it that you can cook up for these girls that they just all go, Oh, that sounds fun. Two hundreds. Uh, probably anything over a hundred yards. Is- yeah, there you go. You got it. Spot so, so on. Basically anything beyond a sprint or, or short distance is not really well liked. Uh, this year we actually took a slightly different approach, kinda Getting a little serious, like uh, Ian and I had a long conversation before the season about what we wanted to do on the conditioning side, um, and I have a bit more background in swimming than, than water polo, and so uh, we actually didn't do a ton of yardage. We were pretty, I'd say, generous. The girls would probably disagree with me. But, uh, yeah, every face in this room hurt. just was it like... Still hurt. <laughs> it still hurt. I wouldn't say it was easy, but it was, it was a lot more uh, strategic as far as how they did it, and it was probably not as much fun, but... Um, obviously it was pretty effective because I think we outswam every single team in the fourth quarter uh, that we played. Now, does that involve uh, – are, are goalies allowed to do their little, like, chop swim oh, while you're doing the conditioning? <laughs> sorry, or do they have to do that? We, we don't talk about our, we don't our talk goalie, about goalie swimming, swimming technique. Oh, you just, let them, you just let them do egg beaters while everyone else is conditioning? Or? like a child that just learned how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to put that on the poll. Do goalies look like children learning yeah. to swim? No, Sammy's actually a good swimmer. He's a good swimmer. Sam, Sammy is a great swimmer. Sammy is a phenomenal swimmer. You could throw her in the field and you wouldn't know her. 1A is a great swimmer. Today. 1A is a great swimmer. Only 1A. Fair enough. Well, I it would have been a great field player too. Just, just so everyone knows, she she has played many games for us this year, including the Orange Lutheran Orange Lutheran game that uh, Sophia Sanders talked about. Sammy Stone, I think, had 16 saves in that game. So we knew whatever we were doing, 
uh, moving forward that our goalies are going to be super capable. Sammy was actually in the field today during our scrimmage, and I think she did an excellent job. By the way, by the way, the the younger girls lost lost today's scrimmage today because our goalie decided to sub out. And Miss Sanders, so come defend to go yourself. Come defend yourself. Sophia, so this Sophia. They're both named Sophia. Yeah, she decided she wanted to play goalie when we were scrimmaging earlier. And I was like, okay. She has like six blocks, doesn't let anyone score. So we're scrimmaging later. She's like, I want to get in the goal. I'm like, go for it. It didn't have the same outcome. <laughs> I'm still mad because I was on the team that lost. Oh. In my defense, in my defense, I played really well in the first scrimmage when it was like kind of even teams. But then once the coaches got in, and I was like, oh, hey, I might as well just go back into the cage. Because I was like, hey, Stein. And she's like, okay. So I'm in there, and then they scored twice, and then we're down by one. <laughs> and we lost. And we lost. But yeah, okay. we still lost, so that's really all that matters. <laughs> that's the mark of an open division team right there it, it is I didn't have fun. We lost. This is the girl that before our scrimmage this morning in practice said, Saturday night was the semis. This is the finals. Get pumped. And I was like, okay. Wow. But in her defense, the first game, the first scrimmage that we did play, we did actually end up women. Or actually, no, never mind. Maggie's team did still lose. I'm sorry. We got, a little, we got a little revisionist history going on here. Uh, changing some scores after the fact, apparently. We got one, one more. We're trying to get me involved, but she's really uh, shy down here. She said her name. She introduced herself. That's good. Um, She's letting her ten assists in the semi speak for themselves. Fair enough. Well, then, Coach, I will let you handle the speaking uh, for the next couple minutes. we got about five minutes until we close, and you are all wearing these pink shirts for a very specific reason. Um, There is sort of enough of a story that I would just like to step back and and let you kind of uh, go over some of the words that you spoke to me at the Open Division Finals after the game. However you want to tell this story, I'll give you a wide berth. The microphone is all yours to you and the rest of this team, however you guys want to convey this. But you personally have been a big proponent, along with Tom Atwell, of making the world a better place for you know cancer survivors and people battling it and families who go through those kinds of issues. And, Coach, I know that there's something that you want to address everybody with, so please, you know, the microphone is all yours. So I know we're on radio, and you can't see the – Enormous impact that these girls have walking around uh, with all the pride they have. Um, I did do an interview with you uh, a couple years back, and I actually watched it today and cried in front of the computer. Uh, Coach Atwell set set up a game. uh, We called it um, a game for the cure of cancer, and it was for um, Julia Garmo and um, her neuroblastoma fight. And um, at that time, we had just lost a a counselor at Bishop's. who had died of breast cancer, and at the time, uh, my mom had just passed away from breast cancer. Uh, So that was pretty crazy. I know that Coach Atwell and his wife have both gone through cancer, so it's kind of something that we're both very passionate about, trying to help find a cure. Uh, I currently have an aunt going through it. We have two girls on our team whose moms are going through it, Um, both um, uh, this young lady sitting next to me, Maddie Keck. uh, Her dad lost his mom around the time I lost mine, so rough for my daughter and Maddie Keck. Uh, rough for a couple of girls on the teams. I don't want to say their names. They can speak onto this as well. Um, but this year was the most trying year as uh, we lost a beloved friend and teacher at the Bishop School. Uh, I think there's probably six girls in this room that had her as their eighth grade math teacher. Uh, she um, opened up her room and her heart to these young ladies um, every single day whenever they had a problem with uh, anything, not just math, 
And she had a daughter on our, on our team two years ago who currently plays at UCSD. Her name is Robin Carter, and her mother's name was Karen Carter. And it's a situation where she was at work on a Thursday, and then um, we found out on a Monday, basically, uh, that she had passed away. Uh, I found out on the way to practice. I informed the coaching staff, and... Um, yeah, it was pretty pretty insane how we were going to tell these girls this. So um, I had all the coaches prep and be ready to hug girls and grab girls, and we stopped practice. We had our post-game meeting like we do every practice, and I said, you know, everybody grab each other. I have some news that I have to tell you. And I had to tell them that, you know, somebody they loved in their life, that had been part of their life for a long time, had passed away over the weekend, and they had no idea, and they were floored. And about uh, a week later, one of the moms who's going through it uh, came up with the idea for the Vineyard Vine shirts and had told me, what do you think about these these great shirts? These, we're wearing these beautiful long-sleeve pink Vineyard Vine shirts with the cancer breast cancer symbol on the back, uh, and we wore them super proud everywhere we went this year to most games and tournaments. It was our team shirt, including yesterday. And then the two girls sitting to my left, my daughter and Maddie Keck, decided they wanted to get uh, freshly minted brand-new water polo caps and I'll let them uh, talk about the Caps really quick and what they mean to the team and to them. Um, yeah, so me and Maddie Keck, uh, I think it was the day after we found out. Um, she was our math teacher in eighth grade. And the day after we found out, we were like, she's been such a big part of our school life and our water polo life and just everything. So we decided we have to honor her in a way where she's still a part of our community because she was at every single game even after Robin graduated. And we decided to make Caps with her initials and the breast cancer symbol on the back to honor her. And I think that was a gratifying moment just to know that she was always there at the games. And then also me and Maddie, before every single semi-CIF game, we wrote um, the names of our the initials of our grandmas and the initials of our math teacher on our wrists and the breast cancer symbol just so we felt that they were there with us throughout the game. Uh, I think that our team played every game with Mrs. Carter in mind, just making sure that we all knew that she was someone in our lives who we could all count on, and she was always there for us. Even if you didn't have her as a teacher, she just really cared about everyone. Um, she allowed us to just be goofy, and she kind of let us be ourselves in class. And I know this is true for Alex and I, but we could kind of be who we were, and she accepted that. And we dedicated the season to her, and I know that she was watching us in every game, especially the final game. We hope what what we've you know accomplished this year was phenomenal in the sense of water polo and athleticism and becoming student athletes and young women that are looking to do their best in the classroom and in the pool. But I think that the thing that they'll take away from the season more than anything is that they brought togetherness um, and they brought a, an opportunity with those caps on every, at every single game. I think we played thirty one games maybe or thirty games and, and to wear wear these t shirts. Uh, very proud. Um, to show awareness for breast cancer, it seems to be everywhere that we look. It's kind of like when you buy a new Honda and everybody drives a Honda. I mean, that's a weird analogy, but it's true. It's like it seems like it's it's everywhere. And I think that uh, the awareness that the community shows to help people that are going through any kind of cancer, whether it's breast cancer, skin cancer, lung cancer, whatever, is is tough. You know, and I think that these girls are, are growing up way faster than they should have to, and they're in a situation where they're they're not only fighting. You know, the fight of winning water polo games, but they're fighting the fight of, like, how do we stay alive and cherish each other? And we had a great, great moment at breakfast at Harry's the day before when one of the girls couldn't park her car very well. And, 
and and someone had parked in between two spots over at Harry's, and um, we needed to go out and help her with her car. She did a great job pushing that car in between two cars. Um, and one of the other girls walked in and said, oh, yeah, um, you know, I think I know whose car that is. And I had taken a picture of the guy's placard, and it said the guy was born in December 12th, um, 1911. And I said, there's no guy at Harry's that's born December uh December 12th, 1911, and sure enough, there was a gentleman in there that was 107 years old, and I know that you're you're a patron of Harry's, too, and if you went and found that guy and put him on the radio, I think everyone would listen, and I think all of San Diego would come out just to say that life is precious, and life is beautiful, and and life is a struggle, too, and that if we can all achieve that together and, and live as long as we can and help everyone else live as long as we can and, and cherish these moments of Winning an open division championship in girls' water polo, I think all these girls feel really great about their hard work and everything they lent to to, to that cause, breast cancer and, and cancer awareness. So pretty special season for the Bishop's girl water polo players. I can't say anything to top that or follow that up. Thank you very much, everyone, for being with us. That was, that was I'm sure, not easy to go through for a few minutes there, but it's an amazing story. Um, thank you to the Bishop's Lady Water Polish. Congratulations again on your championship. Uh, we'll be back in just a few moments. Okay. And Noah Laxina's number three tip for Valentine's Day is... Chill, man. Things are going to be all right. All right? You don't want to force it. Let it happen. You're going to be all right. Yes, sir. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio. On San Diego Sports Leader. The Mighty 1090. Welcome back to Southern California Prep Insider Radio here on the Mighty 1090 San Diego Sports Leader as coaches are picking up hydro flasks and heading out. I don't know exactly what to say about what's gone on in the last hour and 15 minutes other than you need to go back and listen to it. We've heard a lot of great stories. Thank you to the Westview girls lacrosse, or girls water polo team and the Bishops girls water polo team on coming in to celebrate their championships, uh, share some amazing stories. Um, us trying always to be the hippest and youngest that we possibly can sort of misjudge this segment because uh, it's now just me and Dennis. How you doing? Doing great, man. How are you? I'm. Oh man, the close out of that last segment was that was emotional. Yeah, that was that was a lot to hear. Um, to to transition from cookie dough over to you know, life is precious and we all need to hug each other a little bit. Um, Tommy Morris and Chase Osborne are currently out in the uh, in the lobby right now learning. On our Instagram story, the dance that the Bishop Lady Waterballers have done this season. So, Dennis, are you ready to pontificate a little bit about, do you want to go uh, soccer or basketball? Let's go basketball. All right. So we are into now uh, the, the the depths of the Feb frenzy here in the San Diego CIF section. The guys and girls basketball teams are all in their semifinals that will be going on this week. So now, Dennis, uh, cue up any sort of sounds, any other goofy, anything that you want to play, because we got some pickums to do. I will just throw some random matchups at you, Dennis, and we will see who you have. So, Dennis, Mission Vista, Mount Carmel in the Division Four semifinals. Who you got? As a proud Sun Devil alumni, I'm going to go with Mount Carmel. Yes! I am so glad to start there with you and your homerism because that is the foundation of all of this. Uh, we would not be able to do it otherwise. Dennis, I got a question for you. The Del Norte Nighthawks or the Valhalla Norsemen, who I must add a shout-out to Valhalla. They have officially set the single-season record for threes as a shout team out. and for individuals in a game. They nailed uh, 24 threes in a game. Um 
Oh, that music means that my pontificating is over, and Chase and Tommy have now joined us. Woo! Things went well? No. No, but yes. That one was significantly harder than the Westview one. There's a lot more learning to do. Okay, I'm seeing this now, Ooh, and you all need to on. join uh, this on the on the Instagram. Whew. Little bit of everything today, man. Add us to Insider. What did we miss? Nothing, man. We were just we were just Dennis and I uh, got I got to squeeze a little bit of homerism from Dennis as he's uh, bringing up his Mount Carmel Sun Devil days. Now, Dennis, uh, walk us back to a a high school Dennis Gullius and uh, what. Where were you in the student section? Were you front and center, or were you the already uh, aspiring AV kid? Were you the one, like, <laughs> running the mic, doing all the, the— Yeah, the distant year was the year 2000. Yes. This was the time before there was a Del Norte and there was a Westview. So believe it or not, Mount Carmel, Poway, and Rancho Bernardo were all D1 schools in everything. So I wrestled, I played cross country, I was in band and ASB, so I had a bunch of different things. So whether I was Friday nights in the stands or sometimes running track, you know, it just really depends. But that year, the women's basketball team for us uh, won the CIF. They lost their first game in state, so that was a big year as far as that went. And our cross country teams were always dominant. But aside from that, we used to get mollywomped in baseball, mollywomped in football. The only good thing happened is the year before I came in was the Chavez and Munson year. Eric Chavez, oh, yeah. Eric Munson. Oh, and man. it was so much fun to be in middle school, walk up the hill, go to the high school and watch those guys pull out woodies and just rip. I mean, when did they switch awesome. from wood to metal? Um, boom phrasing. Well, uh, <laughs> um, I was in high school when they finally outlawed I think they had to go to minus five because they used to minus have bits, five. They had bats that were minus eight. And that was legal in high school. Isn't it drop three now? Is that now, now no. it's minus three? But no, I'm okay, saying core, in my high school, hipster. yeah, it's a my, it was minus five. That that's like the limit of where they had it. I would hit so many home runs. Maybe. Dude, there's already a statue built to you on. I have here. a question. I have a question. Wait, Christian, you said get out of here with that drop. Is that like frowned upon? You're not supposed to say drop. No, it just it makes you sound like you ever. Heard, I, that's you ever, how you ever, it referred to. Well, no, have you ever heard of the term? You know, inside baseball. Like, you just sound yes. like too. You're like you're trying to make everybody know that you know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I'll be honest, that was a little bit of it. Just a little bit. Yeah. No, we get it, man. You. <laughs> You're also welcome to talk now for the rest of the show. Your Woo. embargo has been lifted as we... 33-30 is the best size bat. Yeah, We'll put it on the poll. Yeah. Uh, what is the best size bat, 33-30 or 32-29? Or short. we'll put an option there for 34-31 just in case you like to choke up. If you're like 6'5", you can swing the 34. But other than that, I don't know. Other than that... Um, yeah. So I'll tell you what we're going to do, Tommy. Would you be okay if uh, we counter our blowing through the time on our first segment to skip a little early to uh, some commercials so we can collectively take a deep breath, uh, get back together on this one? For the last half hour of this show, we are going to let Chase open up the floodgates of soccer. We have. I I just want to really quickly, it's totally worth it that we did do that because that was probably some of the best content that we've had all year, Uh, Coach Peabody going through. Uh, that whole thing with the pink shirts. So yes, I, for, for those of you just tuning in now, or who have stumbled upon this part of the podcast because you saw the word soccer playoffs, please go back and re-listen to that interview with Peabody. Man, that that was good. That was really good, and, and that was not easy. Um, we put a lot of goofy on our on our story. We put a lot of fun. We try to keep you know smile and happy and, and sports, but there was not a dry eye in this room. Uh, there was not a, a a clear throat or a dry eye, and and it it, it 
that connected, I hope, over radio as well as it did here in the studio. Yeah, and the interview he was talking about that he was watching on his computer. He, that, I did that with him about three years ago, and that was probably the most difficult thing I've had to do. Yeah, and, and, so and we're going to retweet that right now uh, for those of you curious about what it was and all of the efforts that they are uh, putting together to help try and raise money. Because at, at this point, awareness has been raised. We know it's a, it's something that affects us all, and, and we're going to go – ahead and we're going to retweet that now we're going to provide all the information we can to help you guys understand like what a moment this was for that school yeah and it's going to be basically the chase show coming up after this break you're listening to southern california prep insider sports radio here in san diego sports leader the mighty 1090 pillar of pancakes splashing syrup everywhere i'm learning new things man i'm learning new things <laughs> nailed it you're listening to southern california prep insider radio our san diego sports leader the mighty 1090 welcome back southern california prep insider sports radio tommy morris christian patterson chase want to say what's up what's up san diego and i want you to say what's up because this is you're going to carry us through this one you, you are the kicking it Christian, you got something? I was going to say, we have a segment called Kicking It, but we're taking Kicking It live onto the air because it's done very well. And as an intern, when you... When you when you outperform when you when you punch above your weight class and you outperform a little bit you you get the, you get to take a little bit of shine. So here's what we got, folks. It's the Feb Frenzy, and the Feb Frenzy is not just basketball because we are all inclusive here, as you've heard with the first hour and a half of water polo. Um, soccer is our focus, though, for the next probably half hour, um, maybe get to some more basketball at the closing 15 minutes. So this is an abridged version. If you need more, you can always talk to Chase or us on Instagram and Twitter. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get to every team because we like to be all-inclusive. So Tommy's got the stats. Chase has got the hot takes. Dennis has the sound effects and or Dennis will be the tiebreaker if there is a split decision on who's going to win what game. Everybody ready? Yes, sir. Everyone take a deep breath. Let's do this. So the Division Five Boys Soccer Championships, we are in the semifinal round. These games will be played tomorrow, Tuesday, February 19th at 5 p.m. The first game, number five, El Cap, plays host to the number eight, high-tech high, North County Raptors, which I love that. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to go with, though. El Cap gets the dub chase. I like high-tech North County on the road. I think they're going to walk into Lakeside and take it out. Dennis, you got to be the tiebreaker. I'm going to go with Lake County. El Cap. El Cap. Lakeside double what? Um, our next game, number 11, Madison, the underdogs, and our boy Nolan Huckabone, the reporter extraordinaire. They have to travel to take on Diego Precious Abubu and the Classical Academy Caymans, 11 versus the two. I love me an underdog. Yeah, Give, me <laughs> Give me Madison. Give me Madison. Uh, I like an underdog too, but I think I, I like Diego. I like when he brought his coach in. They're doing great classical. Dennis. Diego Pressure Dudu's dad. That's I'm, my vote. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my vote. All right, we move on now to the Division Four Boys Soccer Championships. These games will be played tomorrow, February 19th at 5 p.m. The first game, the number nine Mission Vista Timberwolves. They will travel to take on the number five La Jolla Country Day Tories. So Tommy is not allowed to vote for this one. Hey, wait, big uh, oh, um, shootout win for the Tories against Ramona last one. Mm-hmm. That was a great dub. Jerry Flyshacker. What do you got? I got, I'll take the Tories in this one. I will agree with you, and I say that La Jolla Country Day is my favorite to win the whole thing, which is good because on the other side of this bracket is your favorite to win the mm-hmm. whole thing. The number three, Monta Vista Monarchs. They have to take on number seven, San Diego Jewish Academy. Who do you got? Oh, again, I'll take Monta Vista all the way. SDJA had a great upset last week, but I like Monta Vista. I will take the San Diego Jewish Academy just because I want to hear Dennis's take. Yeah. 
I'm going to go with uh, Scott Kaplan, my Hebrew brother, and I'm going to take the Jewish <laughs> Academy as well. Somewhere Kaplan is smiling. All right, we move now to the Boys Division Three Soccer Championship semifinal round. February 19th, that's when the games will be played at 5 p.m. First game, the Central Spartans, they come thundering in from the desert to take on the Valhalla Norsemen. Is it orange or blue that's leaving with a, cha- uh, with a, with a win? Blue Central shown that road trip doesn't affect them at all. I agree with you. I like it. Go Central. Other side of that bracket, number three, Sage Creek, plays host to number 10, West Hills. We got Bobcats. We got Wolverines. Who do you got? I'll take Bobcats. Sage Creek has been impressive. I'm glad you knew which mascot was which school. I will take West Hills <laughs> to split it. Tommy, you got something for us? Uh, no, I'm, I'm waiting until Division 2. All right, fair enough. Dennis? West Hills. He sounds exasperated about that choice. No no love for West Hills, apparently, from Dennis. Um, we move on to the boys' Division II CIF championships. Now, this is where I start to get a little bit more excited because as much as we talk about an 11-seeded Madison, to me, soccer is a sport where give me the best. Absolutely. I don't care about the score being one nothing. I want to battle. Division two, we've got the one, two, three, and four seeds all making it to the semifinals. The first game, number one Hoover is playing host to number four Oceanside. So I need to know, Chase, can the number one seed survive this bracket? Because so far Hoover won nothing over University City to get here. It's been a close one. Uh, well, Chalk has won this bracket so far, and I'll continue to take Chalk. We'll go Hoover over Oceanside. Hoorah, I got Hoover as well. Melvin Alvarado, 19 goals this season, 15 assists, 116 shots. He's missed to do everything on the offensive end for the Cardinals. I can't disagree with that. Let's see if Dennis will make it a clean sweep. For me, it's going to have to be the Cardinals. Hey! Yeah. Ah! Um, we go... Oh, uh, so rack that sound. <laughs> um, we go... Uh, Is that so, a Cardinal? There's a what bird was, loose in the studio. That? Whoa! That's a falcon. No, that was a. Was that a ferret? <laughs> dolphin. Dolphin. That's a pine cone. That's a dolphin. Pine cone. It's a pine cone. Uh, is that? It's probably dolphin. I'm so confused <laughs> right now. Back to the soccer though. Number three Crawford will travel to take on number two Mission Hills in the Division Two Boys Soccer Semifinals. I like Crawford here for the upset. Although you can't necessarily call three beating a two a huge upset. Not really. Chase, you are the soccer expert. Lay us your hottest take. Well, I'm going to vote for my hopes and my heart here. I'd like to see a 1-2 matchup, so I'll take Mission Hills. I'd love to see that. Tommy? Is it my turn? Oh, yeah, these two teams have played each other before. Mission Hills beat Crawford 3-1. to one. <sighs> Tough to beat the same team twice. Give me Crawford. Fair enough. Everybody, hold on. We got more games to go, and I swear we're going to get to the girls' side. Also, we are at the Division One Championship now, or Division One Semifinals for the boys' soccer. These games will be played tomorrow, February nineteenth at five p.m. San Pasqual, the number one, plays host to number four Poway. Now, the goal that San Pasqual had to score, I learned. I learned that saying that someone ripped it was actually that's a fun thing to say about that soccer goals. Um, San Pasqual, I say they win. Oh, well, yeah, you said they ripped it. You can call it a banger. You can call it banger. upper echelon. You can call it whatever you want. Jesus Meja scored a ripping free kick to win this last game for San Pasqual. San Pasqual's looked impressive. Uh, I think they take this one and take it to the championship here. Did you say it was a goal also? 
It was a goal also, indeed. It was a goal. I'm not going to do the whole thing. It was one of those. No, just keep saying it quietly goal. in the background while Tommy gives his take. I'm going to go San Pasquale, too. Currently, according to Max Preps, ranked 48 in the state. Like that. Like those odds. I'll go San Pasquale. Oh, okay, Chase. All right. <laughs> oh, no, I was he, he was losing steam He was turning into a frog noise. <laughs> Dennis? I'm going to take uh, San Pasquale on this one. Fair enough. Uh, Westview, the number six team, will travel to play number two, San Marcos. I like San Marcos. This is a really hot San Marcos team. They got, they got hot down the stretch. Chase, do you have them as well? I think so, too. San Marcos, like you said, got hot down the stretch. They've been fueled by this sort of fire of underperforming. They were the open division champs last year, got stuck back down in D1. I think they win this one. And I'd like to see that San Pascual San Marcos, Mac- San Marcos matchup in the final. San Marcos onto the final. <laughs> Hang on, record scratch. I'm going to take Westview here, common opponents. San Marcos 3 5 and 1. Westview 3 2 and 2. I'm a big mm. common opponents guy. Give me the Wolverines. I'll appreciate I did that. not know that about you, Tommy. I think that. I knew you were a big fashion guy, but I didn't know you were a big common opponents guy. I like it. Dennis. I'm going to side with Tommy on this one. I think he's got it right. Ooh, that sound is always good to hear in this studio. We go now to the open division of the boys' soccer championships. This is the semifinal matchups we played tomorrow, February 19th. Torrey Pines, number one. I just I would like to address the fact that Ted Merrifield plays for them, so Ted they Merrifield. are going to win any and every championship they would like to. Uh, they play number four, Scripps Ranch, who had to beat Cathedral Catholic to get here. Tommy, we're going to start with you this time. Two teams who won the last game one-to-one, which means it went to shootout, so pretty impressive there. I'm going to go with Torrey Pines here. They're the one seed for no other reason. Uh, I'll take Torrey <laughs> Pines, and I will guess the score. I'll guess one-to-one tie, and then it goes into Ooh, shootouts. And then... Torrey Pines wins on PK. That is too hot. That is a sizzling hot take. Dennis, you got to cool us down with some rationality. I think you guys are pretty much on fire right now. I'm going to ju- I'm going to jump. I'm going to trust the intern on this one. I'm going to stick with Chase because if you believe it or not, we started the show. Chase got dunked on, and there's almost 900 <sighs> views right now. We're not. The show's not even over yet. So in his defense, I, I could not have set him up in a, a worse situation. He was carrying two chairs, so there's no chance for him to jump or move or do anything. No, no, no. no I am a up. terrible person. And 900 views? Yeah, almost 900. Oh, but man. that's why we nope, need. No, 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 no. Hold on. Breaking news. More than a thousand people have oh, now seen Chase oh get dunked on. And this is also why we need to have our competitive advantage segment with Tommy Morris with how you kind of bend the rules a little I, bit for competition. I had a great one earlier today with the with the um, the speaker in the visiting locker room that you hide. That's I'm, very I'm, true. You can go back and re-listen to that earlier. We got it. We got four more minutes to get through this and the girls' finals. So on the other side, Point Loma, the number seven, shocked the world to oh, their man. very core. I mean, I woke up not knowing what direction was up when I found out that Point Loma won. They now take on St. Augustine. Can the pointers continue? Chase. As much as I want to root for the underdog, I like the Saints. They've looked good all year. I'll take St. Augustine. Don't forget, though, these teams have played twice. Saints won once. Point Loma won once. Score was one to one, so they're tied on aggregate. If that's how that works, I have no idea how that works. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Saints here. Point Loma, great story, but I think it stops. The bus stops here. All right, so we switch now over to the girls' side. We are going to shotgun through this as fast as we can before break closes us off. Whatever we don't get to now, we will get to after the break, so make sure you stick around. February 20th, Wednesday. That's when these games will be played. We're in the Division 5 one right now. Foothills Christian, the 9 seed, travels to number 5, West Shores. Chase, one word. Foothills Christian. That's two words. Oh, Tommy. Foothills Christian. That. 
goal. Uh, I will go with West Shores. Other side, Hoover, the number three, travels to take on number two, River Valley. Chase, who do you got? River Valley. Tommy, who do you got? Uh, River Valley. All right, I will take Hoover. I really want to see Hoover guys and Hoover girls win one here. We go to the girls' division for semifinals. These games will be played February 20th, 5 p.m. Number one, Vista hosts number four, Mountain Empire. Chase, you get three words on it. I'll take Vista. Oh, you nailed it that time. Mountain Empire. Dennis. Goal for the Mountain Empire. All right, we got a bunch of Mountain Empire, a bunch of Vista. On the other side, number three, Pacific Ridge, takes on number two, Ramona. Chase, you get to do forwards on it. Here, I'll take Ramona. Yeah. Ah, you hit the yell! Five goals last week for Ramona, they win. I will also take Ramona as well. Tommy, you just go ahead and cut us off whenever we have to go to commercial. I've got tunnel vision right now of we're, soccer. We're about one minute behind already. Do you want to keep going or what nope. do you want to do? All right, we're going to take commercial break. We're going to try and speed through everything again on the other side of it. Maybe listen to this in half speed when you listen to this later. <laughs> listen to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. The guys open division. You can catch that on our SoundCloud later tonight. You can catch my laptop in the background dinging because I'm a horrible producer at radio. I apologize for that. <laughs> that was the, uh, that was the real ding. That you you can catch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, ma'am. You are listening to Southern California this is America. Radio. Welcome back. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, intern Jace here, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio at SD Prep Insider on Instagram and Twitter. We got to finish the rest of girls soccer. Then we're All right, go but Tommy, through. I just re-listened to the last segment. Okay. And I'm fairly confident that you guys can definitely go faster. Should we try so, to go faster? Yeah, I've got some mood music for you in three, two, and one. All right, folks, we welcome you back to our championship edition Selectum. We go to the Girls Soccer Championships Division Three. We got Modern Day Catholic, number four seed traveling to take on the number one seed San Diego. Chase, who do you got? Modern Day Catholic. San Diego. Tommy, you got San Diego. I also have Modern Day Catholic. Dennis. Modern Day. All right, on the other side of the bracket, number two, Sarah, number three, Coronado. Who do you have? Nato. I'll take Coronado. Nato. 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 We go now to the girls' division two semifinals for the soccer team. Number one, Grossmont takes on number five, Bonita Vista. Chase. I'll take the players. Too many words. Grossmont. Grossmont. Bonita Vista. Oh, just going Bonita. Valhalla, number six, travels to take on number two, Patrick Henry, in the girls' division two semifinals for soccer. I will say Valhalla. Patrick Henry, Patrick Henry, Patrick Henry, Patrick Henry. We go to the girls division one soccer. And just for everyone that knows, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through both the basketball brackets and we're going to close the show out. Let's do it. 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 I apologize, Tommy. I just opened up the girls division two brackets again. I opened up the division one. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. First game. Number nine, Seal Canyon. Number four, Poway. I have Poway. 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 All right, and the other side of the bracket is the number two, right, the Bishop's School. It's Bishop's. We all take Bishop's. Bishop's, Bishop's, Bishop's. Yeah, okay, we're on to the girls' open division soccer. This one we can slow it down. Psych! OLP takes on Cathedral Catholic Aaron Healy. OLP! Yeah, I'm down with OLP. Oh, I'm down with OLP. On the other side, West Hills, the number six. Congratulations to them being the, the dark horse. They take on number two, Carlsbad. I will say that West Hills gets it. Wolfpack. Carlsbad. Seabed. Okie dokie. Now we head over. Everyone take it. Dennis? Allow everyone to take a little bit of a breath. Ooh. Everybody ready? Because we got six divisions of girls basketball to get to. We start Division 5 in the semifinals. Number one, Warner. Number four, Mountain Empire. Chase, Mountain Empire. Warner. 
Warner, Mountain Empire. On the other side of the bracket, number three, Liberty Charter takes on number two, Southwest L Central. I got Southwest L Central. Southwest DC. Well, you're wearing Southwest L Central's colors, though. Lipsy. Fair enough. We head up to the girls' division four playoff bracket. These games will be played February 19th. Number one, Madison takes on the dark horse of them all. Number 12, Castle Park. I got Castle Park because I love me an upset. Tommy. Warhawks. And Warhawks. CP. Oh, you like my initials too, Dennis. On the other side of the bracket, number three, Coronado travels to take on number two, Foothills Christian. Foothills Christian wins everything in all basketball. The guys and the girls play for the overall championship. Tommy. Nato. Nato. Footy McFootface. Oh, Footy McBasketface. Uh, <laughs> on to the girls' division three basketball championships. Number one, Mission Vista plays host to number five, Chula Vista. I'm rolling with the South Bay teams because I roll with the South Bay. Give me Chula. Oh, oh, oh. I'm Mission assuming Vista. that's Mission Vista. Mission. You're fine. You, you sit out the rest of the girls' basketball. That was a dumb take. <laughs> Chula. <laughs> on to the Calvin Christian number three. Number two, San Diego Academy. I take on number three, Calvin Christian. San Diego Academy. SD Academy. Fair enough. We go to the Girls' Division Two Basketball Championships. We have a little more breathing room because we are down one player for this division. Uh, number one, El Camino plays host to number five, Carlsbad. I like the number one seed here, El Camino. Tommy. El Camino. Dennis. Elko. All right. Number six, Gross Monster Travels to take on number two, El Cap. Dennis, you're going to take Lakeside double wide again? Why not? All right. I will go with you, El Cap, as well. Stephanie Adams, great player. Gross Mont. Ooh, he says it slow. Division one, Chase, you're out of the penalty box. Get back in here. Woo. Number one, LCC. Number five, Sarah. LCC, Sko Mavs. Sko Mavs. LCC. It's Sko Mavs. Bat, you're out for the open ah. division. <laughs> LCC. All right. On to the other side of the bracket. Number three, Poway. Number two, San Marcos. I say Poway. San Marcos is one of the old times you guys here used to say. Chase, you're back in. San Marcos. Knights. Knights. All right, we go to the girls' open division bracket as we have nine, uh, seven minutes left in this show. Uh, number one, Cathedral Catholic. Number four, Christian. I say that in the Holy War, I will reverse what John Matthew Whoa. said earlier this season of the Christians being fed to the Lions. I say Christian gets the dub. I'll take the private school. Uh, what? <laughs> Cathedral Catholic. You're actively playing defense against the show today. Lion Eaters. Chase, you are forever known as Speed Bump. Uh, number three, Mission Hills plays number two, La Jolla Country Day. I like the Tories. Tommy, you like them too? Give me the fighty Terry Bamfords. I like the Tories. Tory. All right, we move to our last ba- bracket. I can't even speak. Get we on. go, Get guys. On. Basketball Division 5. Number eight, San Pasquale. Number four, Del Lago Academy. Golden Eagles. Golden Eagles. Eagles. I don't even like point anymore. You guys just saying when you feel them. Number six, Claremont. Number seven, Liberty Charter. Chiefs. Liberty Charter. Charter. All right, here's what we're going to do for the Division Four bracket. We're all just going to say our picks at the same time. Yes. I'm going to give the countdown. Number one, Southwest Imperial takes on number five. Southwest San Diego takes on number five, Imperial. Three, two, one, Imperial. Imperial. All right, on the other side of the bracket, number three, Mission Vista takes on number two, Carmel. Three, two, one, Carmel. Carmel. Mission Mission Vista. Mission Vista. You can't say it multiple times, man. I feel like that might be an infraction. We'll put it to Dennis for review whether or not you have to sit out the Division Three or uh, sit out the Division Two bracket. We go to the Division Three bracket. Up, you're sitting out D two. All right, number one, sweet. We are now in guys basketball. Division, uh, what am I still? Oh, English. Uh, Division three. three. Uh, number one, Sweetwater. Number four, San Diego. Tommy, give it to me. San Diego. San Diego. Sweetwater. Sweetwater. Uh, I, I like calling him Suhai. Uh, number three, Del Norte takes on number two, Valhalla. Valhalla. Sons of Odin. Del Norte. Yeah, speed bump. Get out of my way, oh, man. All right, Tommy, you're sitting out the Division two bracket for your infraction. Oh. Uh, speed bump, you're sitting out because we just need to save time. <laughs> Rancho Buena Vista and Bishops. Dennis. RBV. Carlsbad. Benita Vista. Dennis. Benita. Ah, you learned from earlier in the show. That's how you do good radio. I'm saving time. We're on to the guys' Division I championships. I will also plug that if you want our actual legitimate analysis, Aaron, Burgeon, Tommy, Morris, and myself sat down and did 45 minutes on all of these guys' brackets. On to the Division I brackets, Cathedral Catholic, La Jolla Country Day. Tommy. Uh, La Jolla Country Day. Catholic. 
La Jolla Country Day. I will also go with La Jolla Country Day. Uh, no, you know, I'll go with Catholic because I, I picked La Jolla Country Day on the other podcast. Uh, number three, Francis Parker. <laughs> number two, Montgomery. I'll take Francis Parker. Tommy. Aztecs. 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 As, Azteca, man. Uh, our last bracket so we can all... Dennis, we, have like, we have like six minutes to spare. Dennis, Dennis, <laughs> dial, dial up some slow jams. Okay, I got some slow jams. Hold on. We actually have we have oh. four minutes now. We did that really fast. And if you just joined us midway through that, that was us speeding through every single playoff bracket pick. So I'm sorry if you were confused. That was wild. That was <laughs> tornado radio. Mike Glickenhaus, trust us. We were trying to do a bit. Please don't fire us. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Here's the open division bracket. Um, number one, Foothills. Number five, Vista. Who you got? I'll take Foothills. I'm going to go with the upset here. Give me Vista. Mr. Morris, Mr. Hillstock. Prove me right, please. Go Panthers. I will take Vista because I took Foothills on the other one. It's uh, smart. You can't be wrong. Hit <laughs> your bets, baby. Give me a <laughs> microphone and I'll take whatever take I can. Dennis, now. Uh, Dennis, who you got? Panther Pride. There we go. Whoa. <laughs> that was hey. soothing. Uh, Dennis with the slow jam. ASMR. Number three, Tory Pines. Shoot, that Number oh, that's seven. <laughs> that's the right thing, but it's somehow also the wrong thing. That That is that is going to be on Tommy's headstone when he dies. Tommy was both the right thing and somehow the wrong thing all at once. <laughs> the right thing at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our other side of the bracket, Tommy. Hold it together, man. We're so close to the end of this. Number three, Tory Pines. Number seven, Mission Bay. This one is a, a rematch from a, uh, a a great game in the Tory Pines Classic. I say Tory Pines gets it done. Tommy, who do you have? This has been a nightmare of a segment for me. Uh, I'll take Tory Pines as well. It's always tough to go into the Olive Garden reservations. Hard to come by. I'll take the Bucks in this one. Yeah, uh, uh, Mission Bay is getting a table near the kitchen. It just might be the end of the road for the Falcons. Oh, because the song. Did you hear that one? Oh, oh. That's you just, he, uh, you say it, so you just let it play. Uh, Folks, look, that is all of the brackets. Uh, I'll give a quick shout-out to all of the CIF champions that we crowned from this weekend in water polo because we talked to two of them earlier in the show. Shout-out. Westview and uh, Bishops, they were the D1 and, and Open Division championships, respectively. They absolute must listen interviews you got to go back and listen to that if you're just listening to us now on radio or on podcast please go check it out also over the weekend we had some history being made la costa canyon won their first girls water polo title in school history 7-6 over san Diego. the poway titans they also won over fallbrook four to two so tommy do you think feb frenzy has lived up to its name in the last 12 minutes of radio i think oh. the last 12 minutes have proved that it's definitely a frenzy I think it's not debatable. Let's close it out with uh, uh, you guys. T- tell me a little bit about your your dance experience. Horrible. Oh man, it was too confusing. The first round was, went well. Like with Westview, it was literally just, "Hey, throw your arms around." And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" That's I do that on a daily basis when I'm telling my mom I don't want to do the dishes. But then they said, "Here's some real choreography." Bishops pulled it out, man. That was tough. You were destined for failure with bishops because they said that dance was for them, yeah. not for you. That was for them. I don't was, even think that was a real dance. Oh, yeah, I think they made oh, they it up te- on the spot. They taught you a decoy yeah, dance? Yeah, exactly. They didn't. They threw us off the trail. Ooh, that might be the biggest power move we've ever had pulled in the studio. Teach you a decoy dance. Man. Dennis, how'd we do today? On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give you guys an 8.65. I like it. It's pretty good. It's a bit better, that better than I've ever done. No one's ever given me above a 6 before. So take that. That's a, that's a, <laughs> C's get degrees. It's a yeah. B. It's a B. 
All right, so here's what we got, folks. If you missed anything tonight, go back at SD Prep Insider on Twitter, on Instagram. You can catch it all there. We got all sorts of great stuff coming your way for the rest of the week because it is the tail end of the Feb frenzy. We got all sorts of championships this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram is your source for everything high school sports. You've been listening. Thank you very breaking much. Breaking news. Breaking news. What? Oh. 1,200 views, guys. Ah. 1,200 views. Speed bump can't show his face at school tomorrow. Hey, oh. yeah, yeah, you got it. Hey, you know what? You, you got it. Sometimes you got it for the content, for the views. You got to do it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this is Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Find us at SD Prep Insider. In, on what Twitter is Aaron Burns' hair? And, yeah, okay. Christian got distracted by the TV. You've been listening to Southern California San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Yeah, good. That's good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's what you got to do. I got it wildly wrong the first, like, yeah. eight or ten times, though. Well, I so, mean, now you got it. No cap. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm admit it. I'm a nerd. I didn't have any friends. Uh, that's why how I wound up as a 28 year old guy doing AM radio. Um, <laughs> I'll 